Therefore, from me this day, Father, I do pray that you allow your light to shine extra bright again. Not that they might see me, but that they may find you, the one in whom all glory and honor is due. Yahoo, my El and King, I pray that you accept from me this day my offering. In Yahushua's name. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, I figured we'd do something from the psalm. psalm. And um, so we're actually going to go over today's psalms. But uncharacteristically, both psalms were like super short. So I threw a couple extra. You know, and the first one is uh, actually going to be it's not going to be all that. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Or these electronics. Um, I don't know. All right. Try again. Yeah. Hallelujah. First one's going to be Psalm 1. And I just threw this in just because, well, it's one of my favorites. You know, so, <laughs> uh, so I, I figured that was good enough, right? You know, so <laughs> we're going to go over Psalm 1. All right, and it's short as well. They're all pretty short, you know. Um, so it starts off, it said, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. You know, and I thought this was, you know, pretty quite interesting because he's, he's, he's essentially, he, he's saying don't, don't walk, stand, or sit <laughs> with those that are not of Yah. Don't walk with the ungodly. If you know you're dealing with people who are ungodly, don't walk with them. You know, or don't walk in the counsel of them. That is, don't take their advice. <laughs> and, and that is crazy because a lot of believers do this. A lot of believers go to the ungodly, you know, who they go to the ones they know are ungodly. And they ask for advice. Mm. They ask for counsel. You know, and they get it. But that's not where you want to get your counsel. And I understand scripture says that wisdom is found in a multitude of counsel, but not a multitude of ungodly counsel. You know, so, you know, here it is with being admonished not to walk in the counsel, or this word counsel can also speak to the plan of the ungodly. Mm. You know, and so like this is a determined and an admonishment for those who want to go into business with the ungodly. Mm. You know, you know, because that is that's their plan and your plan, you know, may differ just simply because you have two two different overall objectives. You know. It says he speaks of uh the psalmist also speaks of not standing in the way of sinners. You know. The way of sinners is the way of the many. You know, straight is the gate, narrow is the way that leadeth unto life, and few be that find it, but wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth unto damnation, and many be thereon. You know, so the way of the sinner is the broad way. And he speaks of not sitting in the scene of in the seat of the scornful. And this, um, to, to scorn is, you know, this, this word speaks to being, you know, uh, mouthful. Mm -hmm. You know, basically mouthing off, you know, those who, who, you know, mouth off about people and disdain. Mm -hmm. 
you know, um, you know, to have disdain or, or uh, you know, uh, dislike towards towards someone, you know, that is that is the scornful, that's scorning, scorning one, and you're not to sit in the seat of the scornful. In other words, you're not to sit there and listen to that, you know. Now, alternatively, verse 2 says, but his delight is in the Torah of Yahoo. Hallelujah. You know, like that delight means delight. It means to take pleasure in Yah's Torah. You know, some people, you know, actually take pleasure in Yah's will, way, and purpose. Hallelujah. Can you believe that? Yes. You know, and it says, and in his Torah, do if he meditate day and night. Well, what is it talking about, meditate? You just sit there and try to think of nothing? No. That is not what, that is not Yah's way of meditating. This word meditate is Haggah, number 1897, and it's, it means to murmur in pleasure. Now, it can mean in pleasure or anger, but we know um, we know that we're not to uh, murmur in anger. We, we found out what happened to Israel when they did that, right? You know, so it's speaking of murmuring in pleasure, it means to ponder. You know, and so essentially, you know, if you want to meditate, scripturally speaking, you sit there and you ponder Yah's word. You ponder his Torah. You know, you chew on it. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes you may have to regurgitate some of it. You know, something that, some part of it that you read a time ago and chew it again. You know, uh, chew the cud, if you would. Hallelujah. You know, so... This is what we're to do, you know. This is supposed to be our delight, you know. We're to meditate, you know, in His Torah, you know. And what a uh, beautiful contrast to those who walk, stand, and sit, you know, before the ungodly. Verse three goes on to say, "If you do this, if you do this, if you delight in Yah's Torah." And if you meditate in his Torah day and night, if you do this, now this is a recipe, and it's a recipe for success. Mm. You know, a lot of people look around and they try to find, you know, recipes for success in the world. Well, there's recipes mm. for success in scripture. And this is one of the recipes. To delight in his Torah, and in his Torah, meditate day and night. And he said, if you do this, verse 3 tells us, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Well, what does that mean? It means that he bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither. And whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. How about that for a recipe for success? You know, how would you like for everything that you do to prosper? Hallelujah. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah. But then you have to learn to delight in Yah's Torah. Hallelujah. You know, you have to learn to meditate in it day and night. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's that's a scriptural recipe for success. You know, and you'll be like that tree planted by the rivers of water. Hallelujah. And you'll bring forth your fruit in due season. Some people, some people don't bring forth fruit at all. What happens to the tree that don't bring forth fruit? Absolutely. It's gonna be cut down. It's gonna be cut down. You know. Now, 
it goes on to tell us in verse 4 that ungodly are not so. You know, they don't get whatsoever, uh, whatsoever they do don't prosper. That's, that's not so. Because they don't meditate in, in Yah's Torah. They don't delight in it. You know, it says the ungodly are not so, but are like the shaft which the wind driveth away. Mm. Now, this word wind is actually ruach. Mm. So, uh, uh, alternate translation of this is the ungodly are not so, but are like the shaft which the spirit driveth away. Mm. You know, and, you know, unclean spirits will drive you away from Yah. Say lie. Now, verse 5 goes on to say, therefore, goes on to say, therefore, uh, the ungodly shall not stand in judgment. Says the ungodly, therefore, the God, ungodly shall not stand in judgment. Um, nor the sinners in the congregation of the righteous. Now that doesn't read right, you know, and it doesn't align, you know, with with uh, Yah's will, way, and purposes. And that's because, you know, it's a mistranslation. It could be better translated, you know, because the ungodly will stand in, in the judgment. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they ab they absolutely will, and, and so I want you to, I want you to know that this could be. Um, translated in another way. Hmm. Yeah. So, let's take a look. This word, therefore, is actually um, two different words, and hmm. being, it's being translated. Both words are being translated, therefore. And I, you know, I, there are other words that can be translated as therefore that if hmm. the author chose for it to mean therefore, he could have chose. You know, so. You know, I don't think this is the best translation. Let's take a look at what it's translated from. It's translated from the Hebrew word all, number 5921, which usually means upon or on um, or top of, but also can mean in between, in the midst of, or among. You know, and so I just chose them among. You know, and the second word that's actually here is came. You know, and it's 5921, and it speaks to that which is true or right or aright. You know, and so a better translation would be among the true or among the, the right or aright, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment. Mm -hmm. Now, you see, that, that makes a lot more sense. Mm -hmm. And is scripturally true you know among those who are true among the upright among those who are who are right the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment they they they're going to be separated you know even as you know yah teaches us in his parable with the sheep and the goats and how at the end he's going to separate the two amen you know so there will be a separation, you know, in the time of judgment. And so now this reads correctly. Among the right, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment. And take note how the latter part of the passage aligns with it. Nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. 
see how it aligns with it. You know, so like this is a much better um, translation. You know, and that's not to throw shade on the um, KJV translators. Hmm. You know, but this is this would have been a better translation. You know, and the word is used in this manner in other places. You know, now also verse six aligns with that type of interpretation as well because it goes on to say for Yahuwah knoweth the way of the righteous but the way of the ungodly shall perish and so you see this contrast between the two yet again you know so uh, I do believe this is uh, a more accurate a more accurate uh, translation you know and so that is Psalms 1 and it's, it's just a short psalm but it's beautiful and it's, it's power packed you know, and it contains this recipe for success. You know, so whenever, you know, you want to succeed at something, you know, go to Psalm 1 and follow the recipe. Yeah. Amen? Yep. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. Now, this is another short little psalm, one that we read all the time, you know, and it has grown on me, you know, uh, not that I never disliked it, but I like it even more. You know, because we read it all the time and it has some great significance, you know, and it is Tehillim or Psalm 100, you know, and so we're going to take a look at Psalm 100, you know, Psalm 100 verse 1 says, make a joyful noise unto Yahuwah all ye lands, hallelujah, you know, now what does it mean by a joyful noise? This word joyful noise is ruah. You know, um, where, you know, and it is the, uh, it is the root of teruah, as in yam teruah, you know, and it means to mar, especially by breaking to split the ears. So when he says make a joyful noise, he's telling you to shout as loud as you can, try to split the ears. Hallelujah. 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 Yes. That's what it means to make a joyful noise unto Yahuwah. See, Yahuwah is in the third heavens. And I'm not trying to say he's hard of hearing. I'm just saying he's far away. You know, so you have to make some noise if you want to be heard. You know, now he says, all ye lands. Now this word, uh, ye lands, are translated the words ye lands are translated from arrest number 17 I'm sorry 776 meaning to be firm you know and um, those from the uh, discipleship course will will recall that it speaks to those who are resistant to external pressures see because in order to be firm because everything came out of the water originally amen and that water wasn't all together clean you know and so in order to get dry that land had to uh had to had to be bombarded by not only the light which represents Yah's wisdom and understanding and knowledge but also by his wind or his ruach you know and so from the spirit of Elohim and from the wisdom, understanding, and knowledge of Elohim, one becomes firm, one becomes resistant to external pressures. 
you know, and so uh, when Psalms 100 is making that call, you know, he's, he's speaking to the lands. He's speaking to those who have become resistant to external pressures. He's speaking to the ones that have actually um, absorbed his Ruach, those who actually have been saturated with his wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, Psalms uh, 100 verse 2 goes on to say, Serve Yahuwah with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. So what does it mean to serve him with gladness? This word gladness is Simcha, number 8057. And it speaks to bliss, uh, blissomeness or glee. That is to be carefree. And this is this is important because like you have people, you know, they come and, and they want to serve Yah, but they want to be worried while they're serving him. They they're they're stressed out while they're serving him. That's not the way to serve Yah. You're supposed to serve Yah bliff some um blissomeness or blithly. You know, that is carefree. You to serve Yah without a care in the world because when you're serving Yah, you know Yah has you. You know Yah has got you. When you're serving Yah, you serve him carefree because you know he's your edge of protection. Amen. You know he's your provision. He's your provider. When you're serving him, you serve him carefreely. You know, then you shouldn't have a care in the world because you're serving the most powerful in the world. Amen. You know, so... You're to serve Yahuwah with gladness. Serve him carefreely. Also, you shouldn't be caring about what the next person is thinking of you while you're serving him. You know, I oftentimes tell people I don't give a lamb what the next person thinks. You know, I'm trying to get in the pasture. I'm trying to eat. And I understand that I live by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of Elohim. Amen. Amen. You know, so, you know, I'm going to be a good sheep. I'm going to be a good lamb and I'm going to eat some good food. You know, out of my master's pasture, I'm getting ahead of myself. Right now. You know, uh, that's coming up. You know, but he goes on to say, you know, and come before his presence with singing. Now, I want you to really get this because. This word singing is Renana, uh, Renana, and it's number 740, uh, 7445, and it speaks to a shout. Mm. So it's not singing in the way that we think of singing. It's speaking about shouting. Come before his presence with a shout. So how befitting it is when we start off, you know, um, saying make a joyful noise unto Yahuwah, all ye lands, and we shout. You know, because that is how you're to come before his presence. You know, with Renana, you know, Renana, um, with a shout. We're to come before and with a shout. You know, and, you know, there's so many times, like, you know, People like they just, you know, I don't know, they, you know, they're intimidated, they, you know, they're nervous, you know, they're shy, you know, but like this is the place 
where you should be carefree. This is the place where you should let it all go. You know, when you're before Yah, that's you know, that's when you let it all go. That's when you you cut loose. You know. He goes on in verse um three, the psalmist goes on to say, Know ye that Yahuwah he is Elohim? It is he that have made us and not we ourselves. We didn't make ourselves. Anybody think they made themselves? You're wrong. You know, we didn't make ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. We are sheep of his pasture. You know, if we're truly his, then we're sheep of his pasture. That means we follow him wherever he leads us because he's our shepherd. You know, and he brings us into his pastor, and his pastor is his word. You know, for as aforementioned, we're not to live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of Elohim. He's given us a smorgasbord. He's given us a whole pasture to eat from. It's called the scriptures, the holy scriptures. Amen. Amen. That's our pastor that he has provided for us. You know, and he leads us into it that we might partake. Now he says, enter into his gates. Now, now take note, you know, first of all, we're coming before his presence. And we're coming before his presence with shouting. You know, and we're, we're serving him and we're coming before his presence with shouting. And then, you know, He's leading us in order to enter into his gates. We come through his gates with thanksgiving. You know, now, I know when we read this, we think like, you know, oh, thank you, y'all, thank you, y'all, thank you, y'all. And yeah, that's a part of it. But in the Hebrew, culturally, thanksgiving is not just a sound. It's a look. If you just take a moment, look back here, I'm going to show you thanksgiving. This is Thanksgiving. Torah means to extend the hands. You know, extend the hands. You know, even as a child reaching up for their heavenly parent. Amen. You, know, you, you ever, you ever, you, I'm sure everyone has seen the kids, they've seen the, the baby, how they reach their hands up, you know, um, for you to, for you to lift them. Well, that's Thanksgiving. That's Thanksgiving in the in the Hebrew, you know, an extension of the hands, you know, the hand or hands, you know. So this is what this is what we utilize. This is how we come into His gates. This is how we enter into in through His gates. Hallelujah! That's beautiful, right? You know, and it says, "Enter into His courts." Hallelujah! So. This psalm has taught us how to get in his presence through shouting. It's, it's teaching, it taught us how to go through his gates with extension of hands. And now it's teaching us how to enter into his courts. What courts? The outer court, the inner court, or the outer court, the holy place, and the holy of holies. Those are your different courts you know so you know you want to come through the gate you know and you want to go um, proceed through the outer court 
into the inner court or the holy place, even into the holy of holies. You know, and you do that with praise. Oh, hallelujah. And praise with praises to heal. You know, number 8416, and it speaks to laudation. Laudation speaks to complimenting, exalting, lifting them up. Oh, yeah, you're good. Yeah, you're great. Yeah, you're so wonderful. Yeah, you're so gracious. Yeah, you're so merciful. Oh, yeah, your mercy endure forever. Oh, yeah, you've been so good to me. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah, you're the greatest L. There's no L like our L. Hallelujah. You know, this is how you enter into his courts with laudation. Hallelujah. You know, it only makes sense. You know, you do this with your natural parents when you want something out of them too, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you see the children come, Mom, you sure look nice today. <laughs> you know, man, you got you got your hair done, you know, uh, right before you crack for something, right? You know, well, this is how we enter into the courts of Elohim. You know, by lifting them up, by lauding them, you know. And then, you know, verse 5 goes on to tell us, For Yahuwah is good. Hallelujah. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth to all generations. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Beautiful little psalm, you know, but so power packed, you know, because it teaches us how to enter into the presence of Yah. It teaches us how to get through his gates. It teaches us how to go through his courts. Whoo! You know, what if you just keep pouring the laudation on? What if you just keep pouring it on? You know, you keep lifting them. You keep exalting them. You know, you might find yourself in the holy of holies. Hallelujah. 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 Anybody ever praise their way up into the holy of holies? Hallelujah. You know, man, you know, uh, uh, Sister Asa call it her, her Yabo. You know, yes, I've been there. It's a wonderful place. You know, um, now I'm gonna tell you, it takes some, it takes some, um, it takes some. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, time and energy and effort to get there. You know, it's it's definitely you definitely it definitely takes some effort. You know, but I encourage you if you haven't been there. You'll know when you're there too. Yeah, yeah. You'll know when you. I promise you, you will know when you're there. When you go through, when you get out of the outer court and into the holy place, you're going to know it. And if you, if you can get past that holy place into the holy of holies, woo! I, I guarantee you, you will know it. You will know it. I promise you. You know, but you have to press. You have to press in to get there. You know. And it can be done. It can be done, I promise you. You know, but you have to put forth the effort. Yeah. You have to put forth the effort. You know, I don't know, maybe you need to get in get in your car or in the shower or in your, your private place, you know, you know, where where you don't where you can't be disturbed and where uh, you know, you're not embarrassed to 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 yell out because it's gonna take some yelling. 
I'm sorry to tell you. I'm, I'm sorry to break it to you quiet folk. You know, but you quiet folk, you're not going to get there. It's going to take some yelling. You know, it's a reason why these definitions are what they are. It's a reason why to uh, to, to renaya uh, actually means to shout. You know, and this is how you have to come before his presence. You're not going to get in his presence, you know. Thank you, y'all. You are so good. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> you know, no, that's not going to get it. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's not going to get it. You have to get beyond the place of caring. Hallelujah. That's always something, right? Oh, yes. You know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's all it's always something. Yeah, that Prince of the Air is something. Else. He does his job first few times that's okay you know uh, you know because that that goes right along with the, the highest praise you know not the highest praise isn't presented in this in this song but I'm gonna tell you about it anyway you know the highest praise is hallelujah right the root word of hallelujah is halal halal is number 1984 in your strongs and halal literally means to make yourself look like a fool. <laughs> See, the highest praise is when you make yourself look like a fool for y'all. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> you talking about getting in. You talking about pressing your way. When you're willing to make yourself look like a fool for y'all, that's the highest praise. Yeah. Let me give you an example of, of the highest praise. If, if you go to... Um, where King David is bringing the ark into his tabernacle. Hallelujah. You know, and that's just a picture of one trying to get the presence of Yah within them. It speaks about him dancing out of his clothes. Oh, hallelujah. You know, and his wife came up against him because she was saying, you out there making a fool out of yourself. And he said, I do more than that. <laughs> you know, that's where you got to get to. That's the mindset. You have to get to where you just don't care. You got to get to where the most important thing in that moment is praising him. You don't care how you look. You don't care how you sound. You don't care how you're acting. All you care about is getting in the presence of Elohim. Yeah. 
Amen. All you care about is getting that ark into your tabernacle. Man. That's a word right there. I, I'm going I'm I'm to keep moving, though. Um, but, yeah, that's that's Psalms, Psalm 100. All right, we're going to go on to today's Psalm, which was Psalm 61. Now, it starts off, it says, Hear my cry, O Elohim, attend unto my prayer. You know, so this is for the somber folks. This is for those who are in that place where, you know, they need some, they need some help. It says, from the end of the earth will I cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than yeah. I. Hallelujah. <laughs> you know, you know, what is the rock? You know, well, first of all, before we talk about the rock, let's talk about being our heart being overwhelmed. This word overwhelmed actually speaks to being shrouded. Our heart being shrouded. That means it's being covered with darkness. You know, so our heart is, is gotten into a dark place. You know, that is a dark place, you know. Um, darkness represents what? Somebody, one of my the discipleship students. Darkness represents what? Ignorance. 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 You know, a lack of knowledge, confusion. You know, so your your heart is in a darkened place. It's ignorant. It doesn't know what's happening. It's confused. You know, it doesn't know which way to go. Hence, he says, "Lead me to the rock that is higher than I." Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know. Now, what is that rock that he's talking about that's higher than us? You know, Deuteronomy 32, 15, it says, it tells us, it says, but yes, your room. <laughs> you know, y'all know I chose this intentionally, right? <laughs> but yes, your room waxed fat and kicked. You know, not, that was our predecessors. We learned not to do that, right? But yes, your room waxed fat and kicked. Thou art waxing fat, thou art grown thick, thou art covered with fatness. Then he forsook Elohim, Yah forbid, which made him and lightly esteemed the rock of his salvation. This this um, word of his salvation is actually Yeshua in the Hebrew, number three four four four. You know, so it's saying he like um, that Yeshua lightly esteemed. Their rock, Yahshua. Isn't that Yahshua? There you, go. you know. And then, but you know, but I know some people may say, yeah, but that's not really, they don't consider that a name. You know, I don't care what they say. You know, <laughs> you know, I see what the words say. Hallelujah. Yeah. But for the naysayer, I have a second witness. It's found in 1 Corinthians 10 4. It says, and, and did all drink that same spiritual rock. For they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Mashiach. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So there's a second witness for you. You know, um, the rock speaks to our El, our Yahshua, the Mashiach. Hallelujah. Yeah. Okay, so verse 3 goes on to say, For thou hast been a shelter for me and a strong tower from the enemy. You know, do you want y'all to be a shelter for you? You know, a strong tower from the enemy. This word enemy actually means hater. <laughs> Anybody want to be in a strong tower from the haters? 
you know, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it's speaking of. It goes on in verse 4, it says, I will abide in the tavern, in thy tabernacle forever. I will abide in thy tabernacle forever. I will trust in the covert of thy wings. Selah. You know, uh, for those who went over the Enoch series with us, you know what he's talking about, the covert of thy wings. You know, and I'm going to say lie on top of the say lie. You know, <laughs> verse 5. For thou, O Elohim, hast heard my vows. Thou hast given me the heritage of those that fear thy name. Hallelujah. Because this reminds me of one of my favorite verses in all of scripture. You know, and that is the heritage of those that fear his name. That is the heritage of the servants of Elohim. It's found in Yeshayahu 54, 17. It says, no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of Yahuwah. And their righteousness is of me, saith Yahuwah. Hallelujah. You know, so it says, Elohim has heard my vows. He has given me the heritage of those that fear thy name. And that is that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And every tongue that rises against us in judgment, we shall condemn. This is our heritage for being the servants of God. Hallelujah. Yes, 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 yes. That's good stuff right there. You know, that's Psalm 61. Um, and oh, it has a couple, few more verses. It goes on, verse six says, "Thou wilt prolong the king's life, you know, and his years, as many generations, mm -hmm. you know." And that's because King David wrote this, you know. But you can also say, "And thou wilt prolong our lives yeah. and our years, as many generations." He shall abide before Elohim forever. We shall abide before Elohim forever. Oh, prepare mercy and truth, which may preserve. Him, oh, prepare mercy and truth, which may preserve us. So will I sing unto thy name forever, that I may daily perform my vows. You know, do you sing to him every day? Do you sing? Do you sing praise to his name? Hallelujah! I do. You know. All right, that was Psalm sixty-one, and then we have Psalm one twenty-five. Concerning those who trust in Yah, I think that speaks to us, right? That's right. All right. Psalms 125, 1 says, They that trust in Yahuwah shall be as Mount Zion, which cannot be removed, but abideth forever. And verse 2 goes on to say, As the mountains are round about Jerusalem, so Yahuwah is round about his people from henceforth, even forever. You know, and so, you know, we are those that trust in Yah, you know, and we are to be as Mount Zion, which cannot be removed. You know, the mountain is still there today. You know, it's not going nowhere. You know, and even as those mountains surround Jerusalem, Yah will surround us. He'll surround his people. You know, he goes on in verse 3 and says, For the rod of the wicked shall not rest upon the lot of the righteous. Hallelujah. You know, lest the righteous put forth their hands unto iniquity. Mm -hmm. See, now this is something that catches folks up. Yep. You know, this is this is a point that catches folks up. You know, I don't care how righteous you are. If you put forth your hand to iniquity, 
you open the door for the enemy to yeah. come into your life. Yeah. Mm. You may live through it, you may not. Mm. You know, the best thing to do is not put forth your hand unto iniquity. Right. You know, and you know, you know, so many people think like, you know, like, you know, oh, I've been so good and I just messed up. I'm you know, I, I can mess up this one time. No, it don't work that way. That one time you mess up may be your last time you mess up. Amen. You don't take the chance. You know, don't take the chance. You know, it's just like, you know, it's just the opposite of the male factor that was on the torture stake next to Yahshua. He was saved in the last hour, was he not? But you can lose your salvation in the last hour just as well. So don't take no chances. Amen? You know, he goes on to say in verse 4, Do good, O Yahuwah, unto those that be good. See, Yah will do good to those of us who be good. But if you don't be good, mm, he says, And to them that are upright in their hearts. Well, who are those that are upright in their hearts? What kind of people are they? Psalms 94, 15 says, But judgment shall return unto the righteous, and all the upright in heart shall follow it. You know, so the upright are those that um, judge righteously. You know, and also Psalms 33, 1 through 3 gives us an insight about the upright. It says, Rejoice in Yahuwah, O ye righteous, for praise is comely for the upright. So the upright are those who praise Yah. It goes on to say, Praise Yahuwah with the harp. Sing unto him with the psaltery and the instrument of ten strings. Sing unto him a new song. Play skillfully with a loud noise. Now you not not take note that it, again it's with a loud noise. I told you, Yah is not for the quiet folk. You know, he wants you to make some noise, you know, for him. Yeah. And finally, uh, lastly, verse 5 says, As for such as turn aside unto their crooked ways, mm. Yahuwah shall lead them forth with the workers of iniquity. Mm. Mm. But peace shall be upon Israel. Mm. Hallelujah. That's all I have for today. Pray with you. Yeah. Yeah.